0: We're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. 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 About my marriage. About what you told us. With the mostest. What you told this. You told us. We, no. I was so know
1: Don't ever bring so guys so nice 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 nice, around me like that. Like Let me it. tell you something. The, the only thing. If I want to it's going to be I'm not really sure what I've done to you but I'm not done yet. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada. And I know we weren't here last week with an OC recap, but I am back. We're so excited to talk OC this week. And I have a brand new guest host, which I'm so excited to introduce you. This is my dear friend, Matthew McFarland. Hi, Matt. How you doing? Hello, Eddie. I'm doing so well. How are you? I'm doing great. A little bit of background about Matthew. He is a great, fantastic actor. Oh, He stop. got his degree at USC, and he's been in New York for the past couple of years, and he performs solo shows and cabaret concerts. Oh, my concerts. God, no. Not like oh, I'm not so a cabaret. Luanne.
0: I'm not a cabaret star like Luann de LaSepse. Like, let's uh, get that one thing straight. Okay, you She's, are. She's, you know, a star. But, I
1: mean, you both performed at 54 Below. <laughs> you're right. We did. We both so, have. We both have. So that's something. <laughs> he's performed all over. He's been at the Hudson Theater, Green Room 42, Don't Tell Mama. This guy is putting his acting out there. He's getting his cabaret shows better than Luann because he can actually sing. Oh, I mean, yes.
0: Can't we all, though, better than Luann? I feel like everyone can sing a little bit better than Luann. No. Luann can't sing. Like, let's, No.
1: Let's just. be I'm wondering how mean I can be on this podcast. No, you can be mean. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, it, we have been as mean as they come, so oh, don't worry. Oh, lovely. Well, then um, I'm right at home. I'm right at home. I, I think I'm a little bit of the, a nicer host, I would hope. Oh, great. Then I will be, you the, be the foil to that. Yeah. Fabulous. Sometimes, sometimes I can get off off key, but you know, <laughs> as Luanne would be.
0: But um how, did you see Luanne's cabaret show? Did you go? No. I I can't believe I didn't though because it was she's she's done it multiple times in New York at multiple different venues. And I have to say I'm I'm so sad that I did not. I know so I actually know a friend though that worked with her. Yeah, you um, were telling me this way yes. guys, this is some like this is some house I see.
1: So uh, the other thing about Matthew is he like He since he's been in New York, he like is like kind of like in the Bravo verse, and he like knows people and meets people, and he's like in this whole what would you say like entertainment industry? Not
0: really, because like well, because only because Luann decided to take this venture into cabaret Cabaret and and into singing. I just I know a couple people that were involved in like the beginnings of her of getting off the ground, and I poor guy that worked for her said that it was a bloody nightmare. Really? Um yes, it was she it was so hard to wrangle her and that's all I'll say. Apparently it was very hard to get her places and get her on time and in Right, sound, mind, and body, and yeah, it's. I don't think the dark times are over for Luann. Oh, um, the dark times know. will never be over for Luann. <laughs> no, I don't know if you all sir.
1: saw. As she posted a recent Instagram post, and if you thought statement necklaces were bad by Luann. She now has statement hats, and <laughs> I don't know. There was this like gl- glitter silver I newsies understand. cap. Don't oh,
0: understand. Oh, that's a whole nother topic. But I don't. I don't understand that. I'm still waiting for Sonia's toaster oven. Although I believe Aren't in the all? toaster, but I believe in the toaster oven. I don't believe in, Lou
1: A toaster oven is. I would buy Sonia's toaster oven in a second. Mine's looking a little rank over there it in is, the back. Is. But, but enough about other housewives okay. and housewives tea. Um, we, we need to talk about OC. These ladies of OC. This was the takedown of Tamara this week which we have been waiting for for so So well I've been waiting for for so long
0: well okay and I will say and you know we have to admit when we're wrong we have to admit when we transgress and I have to say that I was one of the people that was under the spell of Tamara's baptism (laughs) I swear to god I thought the last like maybe two years she was like oh maybe she has turned over a new leaf maybe she's no She's a snake. She's so horrible. I mean, I'm thrilled that God bless the Bravo editors who, who literally frame by frame showed us tonight what a monster she is. I mean, I was never under the impression that Tamara was a good person. I know because you are smarter than I am.
1: I, I can sniff a snake in the grass <laughs> from miles away and Tamara's as, as, as Vicky said, or not Vicky, as Kelly said at the end, we've got the whole farm, farmhouse now. We've got Vicky the pig and we've got Tamara the snake it's going to be rounding up all the pets of oh the bravoverse.
0: One of the only times I've agreed with Kelly Dodd.
1: Let's let's talk about Kelly Dodd to start off this podcast though cuz we are going to get to the final lunch we talk about um, the takedown of Tamara and how that's beginning because right. I don't think we've seen the end of this. We saw the basically the the start, the planning of uh-huh. taking her down, Absolutely. and the revelation that she is this two faced, snaky ass bitch. <laughs> right. uh, she ain't she she ain't the angel. She definitely is a devil. So 100%. do not be d- do not be deceived. Yes, do not be deceived by this. Do baptism, not Matthew. Um, but th- basically, the whole start, the whole start of this fight begins with. The reveal of, or the continuation of the reveal of Kelly's comments about Vicky and her birthday. She said she would never go to Vicky's birthday, but she would go to her celebration of life, her funeral, joking and being like, that's the only thing I'll (laughs) be celebrating. To which Vicky cried and said, she's not welcome at my funeral. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't, I mean can you really like block people from coming to your funeral after you're dead?
0: I mean, she could have it in, I mean, Brianna, God knows would be uh, at the door, wh- at the door. Wh- thing. I'm sorry. Like, no, I know my mother was crazy about you. She doesn't want you here and that's not happening. And that's not going to happen. No, of course not. Um, no. Um, but yes, it, 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 Yeah.
1: It's dark. It's dark. I mean, I thought it was funny. I thought I took it as a joke. I mean, I don't understand why Shannon was, like, so offended for Vicky as well. I was kind of very, Kelly, like, are you serious? Like, this isn't real? Yeah,
0: absolutely not. And I feel like, but, uh, this is, so I'm not a huge Kelly Dodd fan. I'm sorry. Her, I know. Her third grade attention span is killing me. The fact that Jolie is the mother in that mother-daughter relationship, it's just tragic. But Kelly and Vicky just, like, smooth things over, things were fine. Mm -hmm. Why not reel it in on the fuck Vicky rhetoric? Like, just bring it back a little tiny bit just for a week or two so everyone's happy and everyone's good because... You know Tamara and Shannon are going to run wild with statements like that. And they're going to, I'm sorry, but Tamara's foe. Like, oops, didn't mean to say that in the car ride on the way back from the tea party. Like, come yeah. on, Kelly. Like, you had to, oh, well, granted, Kelly's kind of a moron. But you have to have known Shannon and or Tamara are going to find a way to bring it up.
1: I mean, and but the thing is, is also I understand where if they are friends and they have moved past. And, you know, Vicky did surrender to Kelly. I surrender. I surrender. <laughs> you know, if I, like, was back into good graces with my friends and, like, I wanted to make a joke, I, you know, and I would be like, oh, hey, haha!" Like, ha, I would assume that they would be – they would understand it was a joke. And at the same time, Kelly was sick. She did not want to go to the thing because she said she was sick. And then she said she was returning – well, first she said she was returning stuff in L.A. That's what I'm saying. And then she was laying in bed sick when they FaceTimed they her.
0: She should have just said, hey, I don't really feel like going – Vicky and I just made up. And honestly, I'm not feeling too good, like, physically. Yeah. Just – Be honest. And then the whole thing would have been fine. But with that said.
1: I also would not want to go to a party of someone of my friends who literally has like made cocaine allegations against me and attacked me and
0: then tried to basically make amends. Just say say like, hey, we're not there yet. That's all. That's all. And I thought, see, I thought Tamara was just going to leave it at that. Because at first Tamara, when she told Vicky, was like, oh, she just wasn't feeling up to it. Or she said she had to go to L.A. Thank God. Like, leave it at that. But then, of course, as we drink more and we get through the tea party, and, and no, it's like, no, she wanted you dead. <laughs> and
1: here's the thing. And, and in the car, in this episode, we have Shannon and Tamara talking about whose side they're on in this situation. We have right. Shannon who's very, like, I'm very... Team Vicky, because I don't think this is okay. You know, she's, I don't make jokes about death. And then you have Tamara who's like, well, I don't know. I see both sides, because I understand how Kelly's hurt, and I understand how Vicky's hurt. And I think Tamra, and I think this has been Tamara's M.O. since day one, is Tamra is that, like, worker bee, like, Gretchen from Mean Girls, who, like, needs to be supporting the queen bee at all times. And at this point, it's really up in the air whether Vicky or Kelly Dodd is the current queen of OC. And we've been seeing this power struggle for at least two years now. Yes. Kelly Dodd is kind of rising to the top. As we know, Vicky stock has fallen a lot. She's a friend of now. She's not even an official housewife. But then right
0: now, though, well, as we're watching, yeah. it's kind of flipping because Vicky's mm-hmm. kind of chilling out. And meanwhile, Kelly's breaking people's hands <laughs> in bars. You know what I mean? It's Don't bring that up. That's, oh, a, that's an effing lawsuit. I <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> can't believe you would bring that up. Um, or around. how about you stop doing stuff that requires lawsuits, Kel?
1: Hey, she was defending herself. <laughs> she was defending herself. Oh, and
0: you see a photo eventually of the woman that she was defending herself from because I'm sure this poor girl was like half her size, and was just probably honestly it was probably the waitress at the bar asking for his order, and she she's like, out. no, no!
1: <laughs> get away from Brian. Uh, well, I mean, I'm loving this battle between Kelly and Vicky because it's been giving us a lot of really good like sound bites and moments. Like I died when Kelly was with Jolie, and they were talking about how. She feels like she's in Jolie's grade because what Jolie's dealing oh, with is yes. really what Vicky, or Kelly's dealing with with Vicky and all them as well. And then she's like, she's like, and then I got these geriatric dogs, and I gotta like give them pills and walk them four times a day. She's like, this must feel what this be what Steve feels like when he's taking care of Vicky.
0: The mo- that that was so unbelievably savage. Meanwhile, she's has a bright yellow blazer on with a cheetah leopard skirt and a black blouse. She looked like something out of Pretty Woman. I couldn't take her seriously. Also, no, what else did she say? She said, oh, when Jolie's trying to tell her, like, oh, yeah, like, when I I deal with girls in a much more mature way at school when they're mean to me, and meanwhile, she goes, call her a Monday, because everyone hates Mondays.
1: (laughs) she was like, I love that. I mean, don't tell me that you don't have code words for people that you hate, and I I love Monday. I might start using that, because, like, no one really does like Mondays. No, but, like... It was a cute, funny thing. I love Jolie, and... Kelly I think they are such a fun pair I would love to see a show of just them too and like their mom like a Gilmore Girls but like in OC with well, those two hopefully
0: Kelly doesn't push Julie down the stairs that's not what I'll say okay <laughs> hopefully I'm say. <laughs> hopefully
1: oh. uh well let's talk let's move into the lunch or I guess it was actually a dinner that Kelly Tamara and Shannon have right um where we go back to the party again and we begin to see Tamara trying to lay the tracks to throw um, Bronwyn under the train, the Kelly Dodd train, mm. as we know, is <laughs> choo-choo hot and heavy this season. And she's trying to break up, it seems like the group. Tamara's a producer in herself and she understands where the drama comes from. And she sees the opportunity of Bronwyn defending and explaining the situation of what happened to Kelly Dodd in Part of the reason why she wasn't at the event for Vicky, she tries. You see how she's trying to use that to twist Bronwyn's words to use basically her defending her friend as a source of ammo for Vicky or not Vicky for Kelly to you know attack Bronwyn and really lay down. Uh, Tamara as that right-hand woman because we've been seeing Bronwyn and Kelly really go to bat for each other. We've seen Bronwyn and Kelly become very good friends. You know, they're riding their motorized bikes together. They're chilling. And Tamara picks up on that very easily, and she, she does the same thing with every woman. Her status as the right-hand woman of the Queen Bee is threatened, so she's going to take Bronwyn down. Well, and it
0: was brilliant. If you really look back at the tea party, actually, real quick, and you see, like, when Bronwyn... Because, like, they're trying... You know, Shannon and Kelly, or Tamara, are starting to talk about the whole mm-hmm. bar fight situation. And Bronwyn steps in and goes, no, 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 It's actually much less dramatic than that. It's this. That's when Tamara gets up, because she's like, I, I swear in her brain... Whether conscious or unconscious, she's she's going. Oh, you know what? If I leave now, I can wash my hands of this and and act like I was there and or that I I I left. Mm I stopped talking the shit, which is such bullshit. And then yeah, we cut to this, and she knows that Kelly reacts and just gets angry immediately. So feed this bullshit to Kelly. Get the phone out and call Brahman right now. Yeah. And then even though Brahman's. Like trying to defend herself, Kelly, no, Kelly's got her rage face on and just goes, why would you talk to me that like why would you bring that up? I would never talk about, you know. Tamara knows exactly who she's dealing with.
1: A hundred percent. And we and yes, yeah, so not only does Tamra push Kelly to call her right then, but then uh, Tamara is Bronwyn's basically about to um, extradite herself and tell the truth and be like, well, this is what we talked about this is what was said. And as she's beginning to say that, Tamara knows that Kelly is starting to listen. She's like, "Just hang up. Just hang up now. You're done. Just hang up. Just it hang was up." So dark. As Bronwyn is literally about to defend herself, and yes. I'm like, "Okay, Tamara knows exactly what she's doing. She knows that she's gonna get caught up in this lie right now at this dinner." And it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn the whole tide of this. She's like, but if I get Kelly off the phone now... I cut
0: her off at the pass. Exactly.
1: Yes. Which goes back to what you were saying. Like, if I get out of this conversation right now, I can still use this to my advantage yes. to kind of work my way around. She's a freaking
0: snake. She doesn't think that we can... We've been watching the show as long as she's been on it. So just like she thinks that she can maneuver and produce her way through these situations and not get caught, we can see it. Because we've been watching the OC for as long as it's been on. Um... And I, oh, God, Shannon's eyes were bugging out. Like, she was panicking because I think, all, A, she realizes, she. I think she was realizing that she and Tamara were the ones that brought it up. Yeah. Because Shannon still has a heart. And Shannon still, like, you know, doesn't want to be that mean girl. But I think she was, A, realizing that they, the two of them had messed up, that Bronwyn wasn't the problem, and she just was sweating in her boots. It was... Such a delight to watch.
1: Yeah, because she starts looking back at the conversation and we start seeing clips as well. And we see Brahman is like, no, they didn't get a fight there. The reason that they left was because he didn't want to deal with it. And Vicky was upset or Kelly was upset that, you know, he wasn't ready to like have this conversation. And he was the one who initiated it with like the inappropriate text message. And, you know, as... As Vicky, as you know, they're having this conversation, and Kelly's like, you know, all these things. And then Tamara brings up, oh, well, then you have like the lawsuit with your hand that we talked about too. And she was like, Well, why would you bring that up? Yes. And you see the first kind of like revelation for Kelly, and she's like, Okay, wait, Tamara, you're the one who said this, and I'm the only one who told you you're the only one I told about yes. this. Yes. Why would you bring this up? First of all, this is a lawsuit that I'm dealing with where I broke this woman's hand. Right. And two. Maybe you were the one who talked about the bar fight as well because it was a link between the two stories. And then stories. we think
0: that that kind of gets brushed aside, but then later—I mean, mm-hmm. we'll talk about this. Like when the, at the at, at I'm the sure party, it yeah, takedown. But we find out later that when Shannon goes up and goes to the bathroom, Tamara just throws her under the bus, mm-hmm. and because I think that she goes, she's my only way out at this point. Because mm-hmm. now I messed up. Kaylee knows that we said something. Shannon's my only way out at this point, and just right under. I'm, we'll talk about that more in a second. We will, but yeah. I, I could not believe that. Um, I also just loved when at the beginning of the conversation, when Kelly was defending herself and saying that she was joking and they cut to her interview and she goes, God, you have to be smart to understand. Um, uh, Um, <laughs> sarcasm yeah it (laughs) took her forever and it was like girl are you smart enough to know sarcasm I know bless you bless your heart oh I can't I think Kelly Dodd is so funny yeah I think you and I differ there I know I really can't stand her (laughs) I know but
1: someone we are starting to agree on and someone we do agree on are Bronwyn and Emily so let's let's move from this lunch with uh or dinner with Vicky, or not Vicky, I keep messing up Vicky and Kelly, and I'm so sorry, I mean, y'all. Hey, I don't know what's wrong. they're fighting for the crown? They're fighting for the, the crown, and they're, and, you know, this they're is fighting happening. for a spot in my brain. Gosh, <laughs> darn it. Um, but Bronwyn and Emily have been really developing a very strong relationship, and mm-hmm. we've been seeing them bond over you know similar ways that they were raised, similar situations that they've been in, and I really do like their relationship together. Yes. They decided to go paddleboarding together, and first of all, Emily looks fantastic.
0: fan. Fantastic. Like Like, so great. All of this talk about like her like I I I wish when she had gone to Eddie and Tamara for help, they would have been much more compassionate and much more kind in the way they spoke to her about her goals. Yes. Because they were so rude and so yeah. derogatory about whatever. She looks fucking awesome on that wakeboard. A oh, hundred
1: percent. Like bootylicious. The, like, best uh, butt, I think, the best uh, butt I've uh, ever OC, seen. A hundred percent. Like, screw you, Tamara. Like, but like, to- still toned and like uh, looks great. I don't think she looks bad at all. And I, I agree. I, the whole Eddie thing was just disgusting because seriously like you're disgusting yeah (laughs) let's be if we want to talk about disgusting, we're going to talk about Tamara and eddie and their like little gross ass (laughs) situation they got going on there uh but when emily and bronwyn begin talking emily was one of the ones who wasn't drunk at the Mm -hmm. at Mm vangie's event and so bronwyn basically goes i would love to have a lunch with you Shannon Kelly and everyone to work all this out because I wasn't the one who started this conversation I want to be able to defend myself because I really do like Kelly and I want to continue to have a relationship with her Yes, and I don't want Kelly to be mad at me Yeah, because there is no reason for Kelly to be mad at me and and honestly watching everything There is no reason Bronwyn is being a good friend. Yeah, one sticks her foot in her mouth a bunch totally but Bronwyn's intentions are always sincere. I believe a hundred percent and I I
0: And again, I will say, I've been back and forth with Bronwyn this season, because I'm like, I don't know if I like her or whatever. I think a lot of that has been colored by her crazy mother, Mm -hmm. but... This episode in particular, her stock skyrocketed for me because she was like, No, I'm not gonna be bullied, I'm not gonna be intimidated, I'm not gonna steamroll. I love that steamroll. I'm not yes. gonna be steamroll, like, so good. we're gonna tell the truth. Because they got because got, you know, nailed about not telling the truth earlier this season. So she's like, Oh, if we're gonna play the game, then I'm gonna play it too. So she's starting to learn she's starting her to learn how rules. to play the game without being mean, and I love it.
1: I I love the honesty like front that she has. Total. I think it's a very fresh thing for OC because uh-huh. I think OC is all about lies and deceiving and backstabbing <laughs> yes. because what's
0: behind the gate
1: exactly what's behind the gate and Brahman's like you know I'm up in front of here <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to tell the truth I got seven kids I go don't got time for no bullshit seven children dear lord it's insane uh did, by the way did you hear the news that's been coming out we're gonna pause really quick on the episode there's two things that came out um in the Bravoverse news and we talked about them on Twib. So if you guys want to catch this week in bravo top five that should be out and we've got a little rundown of all these stories, but Bronwyn revealed that her and Sean had infidelity and they actually were separated for a bit and then they got back together. While and that's kind of the reason why they have the love shack and they're all these things because he was working too much, was not giving her enough attention. She moved with some guy to Hawaii. Oh, it was a guy. Uh, yeah. Not a lady. Not a lady. I always have suspected you would have uh, it was well, a woman. Yeah,
0: given what we've been saying this yeah.
1: I mean, honestly, if her and Tamra run away together, I don't think they would at this point, but Well, I no, don't I think Bronwyn but, <laughs> yeah, they're over. I was I was shocked cuz their their relationship seems so secure and so strong between Sean uh, and Bronwyn. it's probably because of, of what that. went to and she's and she said that's probably why she's been trying to give so much, you know. Um, Attention and advice to Gina because she feels like she was in a similar situation with Gina and she had
0: kids in the situation. That makes sense. So she
1: feels like she can help her but Gina's not listening to it because Gina just hates
0: Bronwyn. Right. And Gina also is like so I think in her own stuff too that she just like is lashing out for
1: sure. And let's talk about Gina next but second Speaking of Kelly and Vicky, did you hear the drama that's happening with the reunion right now with the lawsuit? So I
0: didn't know that Vicky was suing Kelly for defamation for stuff that she said until recently. Because yeah. again, I'm not, you know me, I'm a, I'm an eight year old man. I don't keep on the interwebs. <laughs> um, well, guys, he doesn't even have social media. He's, oh, okay. That cool. I'm taking a break. It's been a year. It's been lovely. You should all do it. But anyway, um, but then I found that out and then, so now But because of that, Vicky's not allowed to go to the reunion until she drops the lawsuit against Kelly. And she did. The lawsuit has been dropped. That's
1: the rumors right now is that she has dropped the lawsuit. So if you guys don't know, as you just said, (laughs) Vicky sued NBC, Bravo and Kelly Dodd for defamation for the comments that Kelly said, where she um, was a fraud. She scams old people and she's a con man, a con artist. She's technically
0: a businesswoman, And it can
1: affect her business, all that blah, 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 blah. She dropped the lawsuit against NBC and Bravo, but don't bite the hand that feeds you, Vicky bad call. And then Kelly was still the lawsuit against her and she wasn't going to drop it against Kelly Dodd. And they were not going to allow her to go to the reunion. She dropped the lawsuit. Evidently, she's going to be at the reunion, but you know, this is going to be a hot topic. Well, for the entire reunion. Yeah.
0: Just, yeah. Vicky may be a friend of, that may have been the best thing they ever did. Cause I think it cranked up the crazy for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Vicky is going to be there the whole time. I don't think they're going to bring her in for, I think if it's it's a three part reunion, she's going to be there for parts two and three.
1: Oh, she's going to be there the whole time. She has to be. There's um, too much stuff involved with her. It's like when Luann was a friend of that (laughs) season and she was in the whole reunion. Like it's, it's one of those things where she's technically a friend of, but it's more of like a slap on the wrist for something she's done. Fair. And they're basically putting her in her place, but she's still going to participate. She'll be back.
0: She'll be holding an orange next season.
1: Um, so, l- speaking of Gina, let's talk about Gina, and then oh we'll, uh, right after we'll quickly touch on the other dark story of the season, which is Shane and Emily, and then we'll get to Tamara Takedown. Uh, this Gina, with her and the therapist, and then her with her kids at like the haircut place, it's just the whole thing is so dark and so sad and you see how trapped she feels Mm. and how confused she is because she has Matt basically being like I want you I don't want you be with me don't be with me it's for the kids it's for me she doesn't know what she's doing this for she doesn't know who she's doing it for all she knows is she wants the kids to be okay the kids to be happy and whether that's with Matt or not she needs to figure that out when you can
0: see like the cuts between like her in the office and her with her kids and then her interview it's like you can see how exhausted she yes. is. Like she's been put through the ringer. And like I get, I get she's young, and I get that she, you know, she's made some mistakes. And like I, I still don't. I still think that the whole DUI thing is awful. Mm-hmm. But like I've always liked Gina, and I, I just feel so bad for her. And I, when you're trapped in a relationship that's abusive like that, whether it's physical or whether it's emotional or both. Mm-hmm. There, you don't you don't see what's right in front of you, and, and it takes unfortunately a dramatic event to get someone to like see. Wake what's, you up. Wake you up. And unfortunately, based on what I've been reading, like that's coming for her, which is why this is all so dark. Because we know that unfortunately she and Matt like come to a head at, uh, like at this point. Yeah,
1: there's a domestic abuse. She files charges. There's a restraining order against him. So we and this happened during filming. So we are gonna see this play out. Um, which Ugh. makes it even worse. And I mean, it's even affecting her kids. Like her daughter's sensory issues are because she's so overwhelmed with everything else that's going on. Like this is
0: physically affecting her kids. We saw in that clip. Oh my God. And her kids are so And Her sweet. kids are the most adorable things in the world. And they love world. her. You can tell mm-hmm. they love her very much. Uh, they just, again, the sensory overload is probably really <laughs> real for them. Um, yeah. The saddest thing she said was like, I'm scared to stay. I'm scared to leave. It's, she doesn't know what to do. Yeah, because either
1: way, she's stuck, and I think she needs that moment. She needed that moment with Matt, as hard as it was, but she needed something to show that he's not the man he's saying he is. Totally. And I, and I hate that that happened. Or I absolutely hate that, and I wish it never happened. But I'm I'm happy that she's able to see that Matt is not the man that he's claiming he is. 100. And she's gonna protect her kids totally. for the best for him. I'm absolutely so so heartbroken that this happened to her and her family because I think Gina is the sweetest, most amazing person
0: and screw Matt. Oh my not, God. Not well, you, Matthew, but
1: <laughs> screw. No, he Gina's sounds like
0: a, I mean, I haven't seen, I don't know what he looks like. I don't know. I, I only know of him based on what we, we've been told, but like, he sounds like a very bad guy
1: does not sound nice. No, and thank
0: God she has her family and thank God she has Emily because I think she's gonna be okay but she needs to steer clear of, of
1: Tamara. Uh, and speaking of steering clear of people, um, Emily needs to figure the, her shit out with Shane because Shane is the most unresponsive, uncommunicative Eddie, it, it
0: fills husband. It feels me with such Rage. He is such a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. I can't stand it. And I, I heard again. He, we we know for sure that he didn't pass the bar again. He did not pass the bar again. If I were her, that would be it for me because that is uh, supposedly what he was doing in uh, that in all those hotel rooms that he was whatever renting out uh, to study. And oh, if I were her, I'd be like, that's forget it, forget it. I can't do it anymore. I'm out. I'm out. See, she's another
1: one where. she even says she kind of feels like trapped in this marriage. Like, she's like, I want to work through it. I want to, Ugh. you know, be there with the kids, but it's, it's,
0: it's all about those the kids things, though. It's, it's not all, about him. Exactly.
1: Anymore. And he's a good father, she says. And that's what her and Bronwyn connected over of like, they're with the men that they're with because they're great fathers for their children and they can rely on them and they can, you know, have them be supported by them. But at the same time, it's like, Your emotional health and your emotional well-being and your mental well-being is just as important as your kids. I know your kids are more important, Mm -hmm. but your kids will be okay if he's still in your life. But for you personally to be the best mother that you can, you need to make sure you're right in yourself. And I feel like he is making her... Feel so insecure and so lessened, and she's not be able to be the best woman she is because she's a lawyer, she's a party planner, she's a mother, she's a kick-ass woman. Let her be this kick-ass woman, and don't feel so. Im- I feel like he feels emasculated oh, by 1, her, and that's why he attacks her. She passed her. the
0: bar on her first try. no yeah. problem. She's a, she's she, a badass. She's a badass bitch. The thing is, is that like. Yeah, I, I just – I feel so terrible for her because it seems like the more and more I watch, the more and more I'm convinced that all of her anger issues and her, her – the the sadness that's in her and the and the struggle she's having with anxiety, what all the stress and depression, yes, it comes from her past. But, like, he exacerbates it so bad. He's so mm-hmm, dismissive. Mm-hmm. He treats her like garbage. Um, you know, she's she's saying, hey, I'm trying to work on my weight loss. Please don't shove that food in front of me. And he's like, order up, fries, everything. Like, he's trying to be me, yes. it feels like. And I'm sorry. And I think she's uh, – but I think it's starting to dawn on her because she was crying and she was, she was saying, I have small children. Yeah. I think it's hitting her that this – she can't have her kids see this. Yes, exactly. And I think that she's, I don't know if she knows if therapy's gonna do anything. Cause she wants to go to therapy and he's like, I don't wanna go. And and that's the thing, it takes two to tango with therapy. Like, uh-huh. if someone's not into it, then that's, she said that's why
1: she stopped because he didn't want to do it. And he's like, why can't we just be nice instead of therapy? And she's like,
0: I'm trying to be nice. You need to be nice. You need, yeah, you're the pro. Oh, oh my God. He's I can't. so, so like, bad. If, I think he's the second worst house husband ever first going to Michael from Potomac but like I think oh current current yeah current the worst it's definitely Michael from Potomac but he's like a close second oh, Michael from Potomac I know
1: I, oh, we can get into that and we know we know he's back for filming because Ashley has been filming oh, with no all the ladies way. oh yeah
0: oh I can't okay well
1: Um, it's yeah, not uh, Potomac. We've, we, we have another podcast on Potomac. We got lots to say on that. Um, Uh, let's get to the, um, final scene of this OC episode. And that is the beginnings of the takedown of Tamra mm -hmm. or what we hope will be the takedown of Tamra. I don't know if it's going to be successful.
0: Based on on next week, it seems seems like Tamra is going full tilt. Shannon. Mm -hmm. and so i i will see if that works for her but no i think this is the beginning of the
1: takedown because we have kelly emily bronwyn and shannon going to lunch and (laughs) at first is bronwyn and kelly that show up and they talk and they're like i'm a little upset about what happened and bronwyn's i'm a little bit upset too like i'm here to prove to you that like what was said is not the truth and you know there's you know, there's two sides to every story, kind of. And, you know, I feel like this is something that Tamara was saying that was wrong. Mm-hmm. And then we get the others at the lunch. And, you know, Emily is like, you know, I was there. You were brought up. You were topic of conversation because you weren't there. They brought up, they brought up their bar fight, being Shannon and Tamara. And Bronwyn came in to mediate the situation, bring it down. It was not a bar fight. There was a, an argument. there's people leaving and that was the end of the story mm-hmm. and then you just got a little bit heightened and did everything on Instagram yep. and Kelly's like, oh, and she's like, well, okay, and then they Bronwyn brings up, oh, and by the way, the, the train situation. This was brilliant. Tamara was the one who said that <laughs>
0: Yeah." and then so good.
1: Everyone starts to, things start to click and they're like, you oh, you can see
0: it in their eyes. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, Oh, and meanwhile, Shannon's, Shannon's sitting in there. Shannon's sitting there, yeah.
1: Cocktail. She's like, I'm just going to sit because I'm part of this too, and I don't want to be a part of this. And she's like, she's like, because she, know, she knows. Oh she, oh, she knows. Because. Sweating bullets.
0: I'm uh, bugging out. I'm bugging out.
1: Bugging out the b- door. Boo-boo. Oh, God. But it was so. And then Shannon tries to defend Tamara. Of course, and she's like. Shannon
0: is a good person.
1: She's been one of my longest friends. It's different with me and her. You don't understand. Like, if she's a good person. Her intentions are good. And Kelly's like, well, <laughs> yeah. let me tell you, Shannon, <laughs> all the shit Tamara's been talking oh, about you. God. And specifically, Shannon's weight gain, Uh-huh. Which, as we know, is a button for Shannon. Anything that has to do with her weight, her fitness journey, her well-being is going to upset her. Of We've
0: course. S- and Shannon, I will say, has worked her Literal asshole. No, she really has. Yeah. She looks fantastic. She looks amazing.
1: Amazing. And so what if she gained a little bit of weight, but she confided in her best friend Tamra mm-hmm. that she had and that it was, you know, upsetting for her. And go, what does Shannon what does Tamra do? She goes and tells Kelly. And she throws Tamara under the or Shannon under the bus, like Tamra does, because Tamara is trying to be friends with everybody. But see,
0: and th- when when Tamara does that, it is not like Sly, it's not underhanded. It is flat out like before we got here, Shannon wanted me to take you down. And we all saw the car ride. Yeah. Them going that never to, happened. That never happened. That it ooh that took an even darker turn because I was like whoa now Tamara's li- just literally flat out making stuff up. She not trying to manipulate situations or truths, just flat out lying. Now. Oh no, what well, she took is she took the conversation where
1: where Shannon said I'm gonna side with Vicky, and she used that because she could say well we Shannon are. was signing with Vicky. She that means she's against you. Yeah, that means she's against Kelly Dodd because she's, she's pro Vicky. Kelly Dodd is one that needs to be taken down. That's how she's going to twist it. Yep. Trust me. I know stakes, snakes <laughs> through and through. I used to be friends with a couple of Tamras, and guess what? They are all gone. Those two faced <laughs> bitches go to the grave. They do.
0: Fake ass bitches do not survive.
1: It's the score and me. I have to call them out. I have to like <laughs> just full on attack them. But
0: so I understand how they work because
1: I've, I've seen it in my own life and I, I know exactly what she was going to try to use. I know exactly the, the, the angle she was trying to take. And Shannon sees this and Shannon's like, well, I don't know what to do and uh, Kelly's like, well, you know, are you, do you trust Tamara? Like, are you, is she one of your good friends? You're saying that she, you've been friends for 10 plus years. Like, is this <laughs> something that you want? And Shannon's like, well, I, I don't know anymore. Like, I I don't know if I can trust her with things. I don't know if I could be her friend, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Because she's, as but Kelly bleeds it out,
0: she's two-faced Tamara. <laughs> she's the snake to Vicky's pig. I know. Well, it's just like, it's just so also so sad for Shannon because Shannon you know, again, Shannon does drive me crazy sometimes, and but again, since her divorce and since her like renaissance is what I'll call it, like mm-hmm. I've really grown very fond of her, and especially her and her kids. I love her and her daughters. Like I love their like. Oh, when they were the drug drug testing, testing bit, killed I, me. Killed me. I love the fact that she's a great mom and that mm-hmm. she you know I just I love her. Um, she has been searching for people to trust, searching yes. for people to like call home besides her three daughters because mm-hmm. her ex-husband's a monster did you see the, the naked photo of him and his like new no, woman in the woods no it, what
1: where they're like in the woods naked like embracing and it's like beauty is in the eye of behold her and like in all quotes instead of beholder it's like they quoted <laughs> behold her and he's like holding her and they're both like naked in the woods and you see full ass side boob it's it's traumatizing. Okay,
0: but uh, if I'm Shannon, I have to go, I made the right choice. I like, would literally I, be like, I'm good. I'm good. Like, I, th- this is the God telling me that I'm okay. Like, I'm going to be okay because I'm not in the woods and naked <laughs> taking stupid photos. Um, So, yeah, she just wants some security, wants some, like, trust. And I think she got that finally, and, and and Tamara at least her and Vicky are on the men still, I think. And yeah. her and Kelly, I think it's every other day because she's afraid, I think Shannon's afraid that Kelly's going to say something crazy about her. Oh, 100%. So for her, this to happen, I feel so just, I feel terrible for, for Shannon. I just, you know, and I hope that Shannon holds her guns next uh, week and doesn't let Tamra spin this and turn this on her.
1: Um, I, I think she might <sighs> hold her guns. Oh, good. Oh, good. Because I agree. I, I agree with you. I think since David, since Vicky lying about Brooks, she, everyone oh, that's been close yes. to Shannon has lied to Shannon. Mm-hmm. Everyone that has been she's been able to confide in and trust has basically shown her that they're not someone who can be a trustworthy mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And now that you're seeing that with Tamara, I agree with you where she's trying to find her next friend, her trustworthy friend. And I, I've been seeing a lot of social media with Shannon and went out and about on town and doing double dates and hanging out and being best friends. And I think... Shannon is seeing what we're seeing. Where Brown is the most honest, trustworthy person. Yeah, she made that lie at the beginning, but that was to protect everyone and kind of be like she didn't want to step on anyone's toes. She was like a new friend, and that was a lie. I probably would have said to be like, "Oh no, they introduced themselves to me. Like we just happened to know each other through friends." Totally. And then like, oh, I texted them because I wanted to get the scoop before we're I got on the show. Right.
0: Well, and I and for, I oh, maybe this was you that told me this because like, I, um, you know, I was I was at a wedding over the weekend with my with a friend of mine. His boyfriend works, I think, for Bravo. I can't remember. Someone told me recently that like someone ran into Tamara at an event recently and she is like, oh yeah, Kelly's like canceled. Kelly's over. Like we're trying to get her off the show. And by we, I have no idea who who she's referring to. I'm sure we as her and like, Maybe Gina, because Gina doesn't know any better, or I don't know. Gina has been trying to be part of the Trace Amigas for so long. I know, but again, because I think she wants to feel like she's got some support because she's got no one but her kids, and her kids are literally nine, eight, seven, six. Um, So yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if people can really keep. On about Tamara and keep her. Ta-
1: Tamara's the one that needs to be canceled. I think Kelly Dodd, for as terrible as she is, I think she's fantastic for the show. She's she is the fantastic only for one the show. I will, I will never deny that. Much. She drives me crazy. One nation under Dodd. Me and me and Kelsey live
0: by that. But if you don't, what, what is her fucking tagline? If you if you don't want me to cross the line, don't the draw, draw one, Eddie. That's hilarious. No, no. Well, no. Her last she's being facetious. Her last the last season though was um. If you want a problem, I'll give it to you. Hey, no. She knows who she is. Nope.
1: She's out here breaking hands and taking names, yo. Nope. Well, I think. That kind of cover, covers it for OC this week. I am so, so happy you came on, Matthew. Uh, Eddie, thank
0: you so much for having of me. Of course. I will deconstruct these ladies with you anytime.
1: And he watches like all the housewives, so he is going to pop in here and there. We're going to bring him in and funnel him in uh, as needed. But if you guys don't want to miss a single one of our podcasts, we've got atlanta coming out we've got uh, this week in bravo top five we have oc jerseys this week dallas this week guys you have so many podcasts coming your way so if you don't want to miss a single one make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening whether that's soundcloud stitcher google play music itunes or spotify if you guys are on social media check us out there too we're on twitter and instagram by searching at hot and bravo that's at h-o-t-n-b-r-a-v-o-d Matthew, where can people find you? Because you're not on social media, but there
0: are I ways mean, that people can I figure out who you I have Instagram and are. Twitter, which are coming back in 2020. I'm just taking oh, a little bit of a break. I'm taking, just a <sighs> taking a mental health break. You should all do it. It's very refreshing. However, I'm still on YouTube, Matthew McFarland, and I have a website, MatthewJMcFarland.com. So if you want to watch videos of me singing, go there. Go so check him out. He's better than Lu- Luann's Cabaret. I, so. I mean, in all seriousness, I'm phenomenal compared to that <laughs> Toad. So <laughs> let's just get that one. Toad. To
1: Toad. <laughs> how dare <laughs> you beast how dare you oh heileen god, god bless her and if you guys want to follow me it's at eddie underscore Strata everywhere so just check on that and we will see y'all next week